0: to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast, episode two. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast, uncovering the secrets of effortless social media marketing for your business. And here is your host, Teresa Heath-Waring. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast, and I'm your host, Teresa Heath-Waring. Thank you so much for joining me for what is just my second episode on my podcast. And today I'm really excited to share with you some new techniques and tips that I've been learning through a course that I've just completed with Leadpages. I am now certified as a conversion marketing expert with Leadpages. So I wanted to share some of their thoughts and some of the things I learned with you today. Before I get started though, I want to ask you a question. What would you do if social media stopped tomorrow? I'll just let you think about that for a minute, because that's a big question to ask. If there was no Facebook, no Twitter, no LinkedIn, what would you do and what would happen to your business? I've spent the last three years solidly working on Twitter as one of my platforms that I market through. And I'm lucky now that I have over 10,000 followers, which is great. Really pleased about that. However, what if tomorrow I broke one of their terms and conditions and they shut my account? or if Twitter just decided, I don't want to do this anymore, and therefore they decided to close Twitter down. What would happen to those 10,000 people that were following me, and how would I get access to them? Please don't get me wrong, social media is still super important, and is a great tool for Getting your company out to people that perhaps don't know you, you know, using things like Facebook advertising, talking to people on Twitter, making connections through LinkedIn can be a fantastic way of telling people that you exist and marketing your business. However, you are marketing on borrowed ground. This ground does not belong to you. Facebook make up their rules, LinkedIn make up their rules. And as algorithms change and as um, rules around advertising changes, you might have to think of ways of getting those connections that you make off those platforms and into your own email database so that you can market to them directly. So on a very simple term, you are trying to get their email address from them, but you've got to give them a good reason in order for them to hand it over. And that reason is going to be something called a lead magnet. Now, what a lead magnet is, is something that you're giving away that is of value. And when I say of value, I don't necessarily mean something physical in all cases. It can be some information, but you're giving it away for free in order to attract people to your business and with the ultimate goal of handing over their email address. So what can a lead magnet be? Well, it can be loads of different things. It could be something like a how-to guide, a worksheet, a handout, some template, an e-book. It could be a discount off a product. It might be something like an email mini course. Or if you're a consultant of some sort, it might be a free Skype call or a free coaching session. It can be any one of these things. It just has to be of value to the person that you're offering it to. Because the idea behind it is that if someone will go to the effort of giving you their email address for some information, they're obviously interested in your product or what you sell or your service. Also to help you out, I've put together a list of different ideas of lead magnets that you can do. So if you want this list, then please head back to the page on the podcast and download that list there. Okay, so you've decided that you're going to do a lead magnet of some sort, you've decided it might be a handout or a worksheet or whatever it is, but now you've got to put that content together and I have got seven tips in which will help you ensure that your content is the best type of content that you can provide and that you're going to get people downloading it and giving you their email addresses. Tip one, Solve a problem. Your content has to solve a problem that your customer or prospective customer might have. So what is it that they have problems with that that your service or your product helps them to solve? So focus on it from a, you're trying to help them and you're trying to solve a problem from them. So make sure that your content solves some kind of problem for them. Tip two you need to be specific. If you want someone to download something you're going to have to be really clear what it is that you're providing them to make sure they understand and that they are compelled to download it. Tip three make sure it's easy to understand. If they don't understand what it is you're giving them again they're going to have difficulty handing over their email address in order to get whatever it is that you're providing. Tip 4 is it needs to be too good to give away. Now, the theory behind this has actually come from Amy Porterfield, who has an amazing product. She does courses and, and she really does provide a really good product. But her thoughts around this is that if someone is looking at some content of yours and it is so good, they're gonna think, wow, if this would she give away for free, what on earth would I get if I actually signed up to something or took her service? I know that when I've spoken to clients about this in the past, they always get really nervous about giving away their best information, potentially that a competitor might see it, or that you know it's just sort of giving away their their sort of crown jewels or their secrets or whatever it is. But please do not be concerned about it, because actually what you find is that as you give away this information, as you help people and support them to you know in my case improve their businesses or better market their businesses, they're going to become to trust you and like you more. So when if they do need your service, they will come back to you. Tip number five, it needs to be immediate. So this is where landing pages and lead pages, who I talked about earlier, come in. Because what lead pages do is they enable you to create this process. So once I have my content, I can upload it to lead pages and I can create a landing page. Now landing pages are really important because when you Um, advertise say a lead magnet on something like Facebook you will want them to click through to somewhere in order to get it But if you just sent them to your website, they might get distracted, they might start looking at something else, and they might forget to actually download the thing they came over to your site to do. So that's where landing pages come in really, really handy and have been proven to convert things better. So you would create a landing page that effectively just talks about the content that you're giving away. The other thing that lead pages can do is that they can make it immediate. So, once someone's completed a form on your landing page, there is a way in which lead pages can send that information to them straight away. So, they're not having to wait at all in order to get the thing that they've been enticed to download. Tip number six is it needs to prove that you are an expert. No good giving away content that uh, people might want, but actually doesn't prove you know what you're talking about in your sector. So make sure that whatever it is you're giving away proves that you know what you're talking about. And tip number seven, make sure that it's easy to access. So don't have any long forms with lots of information required or anything like that. This needs to be as simple and as quick a process as possible in order to engage as many people and convert as many people as possible. So if you do this properly, you will start filling your funnel with people who are interested in you and interested in the services that you provide. It's a great way of building your database. And of course, just because you've got them on your email list does not mean that you need to stop interacting with them on social. Please continue there. And also you can now do really smart stuff like you can use your email database to create a custom audience in Facebook and advertise back to them because these are your strongest leads. So today was just a bit of an introduction about what lead magnets are. So I would urge you to go and have a look at lead pages, Also, head back to my page where the podcast is and download that list of different ideas of potential lead magnets that you can use for your business. And then over the next few weeks, we will obviously be discussing lots of different areas of social media marketing, but also areas around creating your database in order to market to them through things like lead magnets. I hope you've enjoyed it and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast with Teresa Heath-Waring from thwmarketing.co.uk.